Hi, this is Randy Chan. And Lisa. Welcome to the third episode in a new series called The Night Sky of Silicon Valley. Once a week, I will be letting you know what to look out for in this upcoming week when you go out and look into our night sky. If you're like me, you sleep during the day and come awake at night. The moon, planets, and stars are your nighttime companions. I spend relaxingly cool nights in Silicon Valley trying to discern what's out there. This podcast is our journey of the night skies. September 25th, 2020. Randy, coming up this week is the harvest moon. Right. This Thursday, October 1st, we will have a harvest moon, the first full moon of autumn. I know! A full moon is the opposite of a new moon, which is what we discussed last week. During a new moon, we can't see the moon because that is when the moon is between the sun and the earth. And half a month later, when the moon has rotated to the other side of its orbit around our earth, these three spheres are, in order, the sun, the earth, and then the moon. Now the sun's rays hit the moon and bounce directly to us on earth. When our side of the earth is facing away from the sun, the moon is in the sun's full spotlight. 100% of the moon is illuminated by the sun. Technically, this moon phase only lasts a moment when the sun and the moon are lined up on opposite sides of the earth. But to our eyes, the moon will appear to be full for a couple of days before and after. As long as the moon is 98% illuminated, it looks full to us. The actual time when the moon is 100% full varies depending on where you are on the earth. In Silicon Valley, it will be on October 1st at 2.05 p.m. That's 5.05 p.m. Eastern and 11.05 a.m. in Hawaii. When it is autumn, the moon's orbit around the Earth makes a narrow angle with the horizon. So on cool autumn nights, we can see the big moon rising in the east quickly after the sun sets. And for us on Earth, it will appear as if we had several nights of a fully illuminated moon. Why do we call this a harvest moon? Well, in days before electricity, farmers would be able to work long days and nights to harvest their crops. From dusk until dawn, the full moon illuminated their fields. Oh, isn't the harvest moon super big and colorful? Actually, a harvest moon seems to look bigger, brighter, and more orange than other full moons. And that's because in the fall, the moon appears very near to our horizon. When we look at the horizon, we are looking through a greater thickness of the Earth's atmosphere as opposed to when we gaze straight overhead. That greater amount of atmosphere means more of the blue light is scattered and the moon will look orange. But why bigger? The moon looks bigger because of the moon illusion. It's an optical illusion that causes the moon to appear larger near the horizon than it does higher up in the sky. There are many theories to explain this illusion but one of the most common explanations is the apparent distance hypothesis. This hypothesis asserts that our references for the size of the moon are different. The moon stays the same distance from us throughout the night, so it should look about the same size. However, our point of reference from how we assess the size of an object, like the moon, changes when it's overhead versus when we see the moon near the horizon. Most of the time, we use the clouds as our reference for how big the moon is. When the moon is overhead, we use the clouds overhead. The clouds straight overhead are closer to us than the clouds that we see near the horizon. 
Thus, using clouds as our reference point, the moon appears larger when it's close to our horizon. But we know that the moon does not change size, it's just our reference points. Hence, we are fooled by the optical illusion. Hmm, I get it. But for me, as autumn approaches, I'm just going to enjoy our big orange optical illusion harvest moon. Last week, when we looked at the moon, we could easily see Jupiter right nearby, the third brightest object in our sky. But some of you may have noticed a less bright but also present object slightly above and to the left of Jupiter. Ooh, ooh, it was Saturn! With our less smoky skies last week, I could see it. Saturn has those amazingly beautiful rings. It's a pretty cool planet. In fact, Saturn is minus 288 degrees Fahrenheit. So, it's super cool, Lisa. Saturn is a gas giant made mostly of hydrogen and helium, just like Jupiter. While it is the second biggest planet in our solar system, it is the least dense planet. As we continue to explore if there are potentially habitable places elsewhere in our solar system, we have found one of Saturn's moons has underground oceans. Hmm, I don't know about that, Randy. I don't have a winter ski jacket for negative 288 degrees Fahrenheit. Well, in fact, we may have already begun to leave our mark on Saturn. In 2004, NASA, the European Space Agency, and the Italian Space Agency jointly launched the Cassini spacecraft. It orbited Saturn 294 times, and 13 years later, in 2017, when its mission was done, space scientists intentionally vaporized Cassini in Saturn's atmosphere. The debris from Cassini actually added two tons of material from our Earth to Saturn's mass. Hmm, so there's a part of our Earth up there. What about those amazing rings? What are those about? Saturn's rings are made up of small chunks of ice and rock from comets asteroids or shattered moons that broke up before they reached the planet but gaze up and enjoy while you can lisa because saturn won't have those rings forever as they orbit they are slowly getting pulled closer and closer into saturn itself oh really how long will that take i guess i better rush out tonight well see saturn's rings will probably last between 100 and 300 million years so yes lisa make sure you check out the rings while you can very funny, Randall. So, how did Saturn get its name? Saturn is named after the Roman god of agriculture and wealth. He was usually depicted carrying a hay bundle in one hand and a sickle in the other. And as a further tribute to the god, Saturn's astronomical symbol represents the god's sickle. Oh, I didn't know that planets have astronomical symbols. Yep, they do. But that's for another podcast, Lisa. Did you ever wonder about Saturday and Saturn? Was Saturday named after this planet? Yep. Awesome. So be sure to check out the Harvest Moon this Thursday, and don't forget to check out Saturn. In case you want a closer look at the rings of Saturn, Google Hubble Photos Saturn. Some of our best photos of Saturn were taken by the Hubble Space Telescope. Hubble Telescope? Thanks for listening. See you next week. This is Randy. And my sister, Lisa, on the night sky of Silicon Valley. But I want to talk about the Hubble telescope. Why did you sign off? Lisa, that's a whole nother several podcasts. We really only have seven minutes tops.
But don't you think we could just squeeze it in? Well, if I talk about Hubble, then I have to talk about Voyager, then I have to talk about Voyager, then we have to talk about Kit. Oh, it's a mess.